0: to Loud Conversations. I am your talk show host, Colleen Batchelder, and this is the time where we interview the top influencers of this generation, your generation, the millennial generation, who are making a difference in this country, in this state, and in the world. So welcome, and I am thrilled to encourage you, empower you. Truly really live out your destiny and walk out your purpose. Now, today I am so psyched. We are here with my friend and an amazing leader in her own right, in her own business, Miss Mrs. Lillian Okomo Kore. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here today.
1: You're welcome.
0: Thanks for having me. No, this is great. Now, how long have you and I been friends for? Ah, for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a long time. And now, now you and your husband pastor an amazing church in Pennsylvania? Yes, we do. It's called
1: Living Streams Fellowship in Huntington Valley, PA. Mm-hmm. And
0: how long have you been doing that for?
1: Well, ours is a little different. We had our own church. We were pastoring for five years. And then we had another church approach us. So we merged with another church. Wow. So total, it's
0: been eight years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how has is, how is that merged? Because it must have been very interesting to take one vision mm-hmm. and then another version and then kind of figure out how to worship of the Lord together through the through a different vision. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's something we had to
1: walk through. We're still walking through some yeah. things, but His grace is sufficient. Mm, that's
0: exciting. Yeah. And what things have you seen in Pennsylvania since you've actually started this church? What what prayers have been answered? Souls have come to Christ.
1: That mm. has always been my heart, and mm. the heartbeat of our ministry. Souls, souls, souls. We've seen a lot of people come to the Lord, and that is amazing to me.
0: Praise God. God. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. And I've had the privilege of actually preaching at your church. Yes, you did. I know, we love you. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and it was incredible to see what God is doing and in this body of believers that is sold out for Christ, but truly has a heart for this generation. Yes, so thank you so much for that. Now, um, now you are also a former Miss Uganda, yes. a CEO and founder of LA Okore Fashion. A pastor, a translator, an amazing mom. So we're going to delve a little bit into your modeling career and your fashion career. Did you always love fashion? How did this come about? I love Always loved (laughs) fashion. Yes. I love dressing up. I like looking good. I like seeing
1: people look good. Uh, What Mm -hmm. I like the most is when you bring different pieces, different colors, Mm -hmm. different ideas, and the whole picture coming together so beautifully. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is a thrill
0: to me. I love, love love it. It must almost be like painting a canvas. Yes, it is. And just seeing it come to life. Yes. Wow. Now, what would you say is your favorite style that inspires your fashion?
1: well it depends i wouldn't say there's one particular style only because inspiration comes from all directions Mm -hmm. it could be about a song it could be nature it could be Mm -hmm. flowers it could be somebody's story Mm -hmm. yeah so there's not it's not one thing it's many different things the Mm -hmm. season that i'm in at the time in my Mm -hmm. life so It depends what it is like. Um, the next fashion show that is coming, I kept on seeing the color blue, and I'm like, blue is a color of royalty. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's our father. So this Mm -hmm. year's theme is gonna be royalty, Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be
0: royal blue kind of. So Mm -hmm. yeah, and and I love that too because it must be. When you actually act in your God-given talent and produce these fashion shows, it's like your worship unto the Lord. Yes, it is. I mean, like look at everything. Our Father is a creator. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first Amen. thing He did
1: was to create. So we're just duplicating what's already in, in our own right, in our own
0: creativity. Mm-hmm. But we're just doing what the Father is doing already. Mm-hmm. Amen. I love that. Now, now, you started from your love of fashion and your own designs, so and you started La Ocora Fashion. Mm-hmm. And so, when did you start these fashion shows, and how did this come? Well, wave up when. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me yes about all Years I,
1: ago, yes, years ago. I was in college and I was in my first year in college. Mm-hmm. And my friends are like, oh, Lillian, you can be a model. You can go for Miss Uganda. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I cannot. I'm not going to do it. I, I I never thought of modeling before. Yeah. But my friends in college brought me the application. They're like, mm-hmm. you think you can do it, Lillian? And you know, it was summer break. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I did it. I was totally bluffing, just finding something to do uh-huh. this summer. And then I went through the preliminaries. They only Uh needed 15 finalists from the entire country, and Mm -hmm. they made it. So we went to South Africa for training and stuff like that. And then during the show, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is real, you know? Yeah. So they have this brand-new car, really, Miss Uganda, with only, like, 10 miles on it. And I'm like, holding the car, like, you win, you know? (laughs) 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 It's still going to be me. And then we kept going, then I won Miss Photogenic first runner-up, Nice. so I got some points, I'm like, oh, this is getting real. Now, yeah. I, now I think I want to win. Uh, and yeah. then I won Miss Evening Wear. I'm like, I gotta win this <laughs> 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 this, this, this is it. You're just going
0: through the checklist. <laughs> yes. People are like, this is checked off, that's checked
1: mm-hmm. off. Yeah, and uh, we went through the final rounds, you know, like they do yeah. Miss World or Miss Universe mm-hmm. questions and stuff, And uh, yeah.
0: and I made it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now, what was your platform when you were Miss Uganda?
1: I did a lot of charity work. Okay. I worked with Wild Vision, mm. and I worked with the uh, traumatized children of war in northern Uganda. I don't know yes, if you guys yeah. have heard of that, and the yeah. area that was infested by Kony and mm-hmm. the rebels like that. So I started like a sports center. I uh-huh. go there for Easter, throw like a party for them. Mm-hmm. I did counseling for these child slaves like Tovia Old Girls mm-hmm. that have been abused, and, and just to Jesus. encourage them and wow. counsel them mm-hmm. and pray with them and just let them know that, Mm. I'm a mouthpiece for you I'm here for mm-hmm. you nobody some people might not hear, but I'm here to speak for you you know mm. so yeah
0: it, it was it was sad it was pretty sad actually yeah mm. yeah what an amazing opportunity to inspire though yes and actually encourage them and be be a voice of influence mm-hmm. when they feel like they don't have a voice at all that's right That you're actually speaking on their behalf mm. and giving them the power to, to stand for themselves yes. but wow that's inspiring Now what what was your favorite part about your Miss Uganda experience and what was your greatest struggle
1: Oh, uh, my greatest part definitely was Miss Walls. Oh my okay, goodness. Yes. <laughs> so much fun.
0: The fashion. Yes, yes. the
1: fashion, they spo- it was so spoiled. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. uh, it was in seashells and the islands. so that Ooh, was great. Wow. Uh, we met in the UK, all okay. the contestants. So we spent some time mm-hmm. in London. Yeah. Yeah. We did touring, Buckingham Palace, yes. pictures, wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we had like a mini fashion show you mm-hmm. know, with all the contestants. So mm-hmm. it was beautiful. Yeah. And then we were off to Seychelles. We had our private plane, just oh,
2: us, and
1: wow. you know, our makeup artists and yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Ricky Martin, you know, oh, yes. Was, yes. Yes. Ricky yes. Martin, Undo Stress. I don't know if you remember yes. that song. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a hit at the time. Okay. So you can kind of guess how old
2: I am. <laughs> uh, will right.
1: <laughs> Yeah. So it was great. He was my MC and I mm-hmm. made so many friends. And one of them was Miss Botswana, mm-hmm. okay. actually ended up being the miss universe she lives in new york i don't know if if you remember mpule yeah yeah Yeah. she's still in new york miss america was my good friend as well she's in connecticut we Mm -hmm. still talk with her as well Mm -hmm. miss no is here so we're kind of in touch with each other yeah Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. around so nice nice so it's almost like a sisterhood that just never ends it never ended you're like why why so and so (laughs) of course we lost some of them but a few of us are still in Mm -hmm. touch with each other wow yeah
0: And you, what would you say was the most rewarding? Just building those friendships and that community?
1: Friendships, oh my God. I love people. I genuinely Mm -hmm. love people. I like making new friends, having different cultures, and I go to travel a lot. That was another thing that I liked, you know. By God's grace, I've been to so many places, of course, US inclusive, Mm -hmm. and Uganda, South Africa, Kenya. Mm. I lived in Paris, Italy, New York. I mean, London, uh, Brussels, Rome, Spain, wow.
2: Egypt—like yeah. so You've many been all countries. The yeah. Where was your favorite place to live? Paris.
1: Yeah. Oh. Paris. <laughs> yes,
0: girls' dreams. That had to be gorgeous. Yes, it was. That had to be great. I you, love what it. What felt most like home?
1: From all the countries I've yeah, been mm-hmm. US. You want really? to, US. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the US. I I find like having traveled in so many nations, I mm-hmm. feel like the US people are more it's diverse the different cultures they're open that's true Mm -hmm. somebody could tell you their story at the bank you don't even know (laughs) that all this happened and this People in Europe, especially France, they are closed in. Like it mm-hmm. takes them forever to make friends. But mm-hmm. when you do make a friend, they're, they're loyal, it's they're a strong strong friendship. But wow. it, it takes forever. Wow. So I enjoy the US the most.
0: Nice. Now you met your husband in the US. I did. So tell us a little bit about that story. How did you guys meet? How did we meet? Let me see. Ta ta ta. 12 years back. Rewind.
1: <laughs> so it was Halloween. They okay. were having. um. A fellowship somewhere in mm. New Jersey actually in Hackensack I think okay yeah mm. and yeah. Um, my husband happened to be preaching at that fellowship and mm-hmm. I, we had a mutual friend mm-hmm. although my husband mm-hmm. and I hadn't met and he kept on telling me "Oh, Lillian you should meet this guy do you like Kenyans I'm like I don't know whatever the Lord has for me yeah mm-hmm. and then on the other side is telling my husband oh do you like you guys <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: the yeah so
1: we went to pick my husband He was coming from work at then we met in the van cuz we all use one car and i'm like oh this guy he's such a snob i don't think <laughs> <I'm scared." laughs> and they're calling him Pastor nick I mean, all oh, mm-hmm. pastors are married, uh-huh. so I wasn't even thinking anything. Exactly. But I am would... like, "Oh, he's a lost cause." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was like um, an hour and a half to the mm-hmm. place, and we ended up talking. And I'd read God's generals. He's like, "What, guys Don't read that book." I'm like, "Why not?" Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's how we hit it off. We mm-hmm. talked about that, and then he asked my friend for his n- for my number uh-huh. after the fellowship, and
0: then the rest is the history. Rest is history. <laughs> I love it. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> and then you and your husband <clears throat> do fashion together. We do. My husband is an amazing artist he's mm-hmm. great with his hands mm-hmm. drawing painting and um i'm better with ideas and concepts so I just tell my husband you know what can you draw me this yeah just describe it to him and i bet you he would do it exactly mm-hmm. the way that i want it mm-hmm. so it's wow. such a great backup he does photography videography yes. does brochures flyers so i'm like yes one-stop <laughs> shop like the um the auditions flyer oh yes, my husband
0: made it actually really Oh it's beautiful too. Indeed, yeah, it's you. gorgeous. And Indeed. then you you have when is your next fashion show coming up? June second. Wow, so that's really close. And yes. you have auditions
1: coming up in April? April the fourteenth at the Daisy in Horsham PA. Okay. And the fashion show will be June the second mm-hmm. at the Hilton in Fort Washington.
0: Okay. Now your now your fashion show always connects the charity. <laughs> mm-hmm. How did that start?
1: I've always liked yeah. helping people mm. from the time I was little. I like I, I don't like seeing people in pain. Yeah. I don't like being, seeing people suffering. Mm. I think I'll be a horrible doctor. Yeah. i would be crying, <laughs> they'll be like, who's the patient, is she <laughs> or, oh, you know. I just, you would just like, be moved. <laughs> I'll be so moved. I don't like seeing people in pain. And yeah. being from Africa, I've seen a lot of poverty, I've seen mm. a lot of suffering. And it's so funny, I just watched Queen of Katwe yesterday. <gasps> Can you imagine? Oh,
0: I love that show. Only oh, yesterday. Yes.
1: Oh my goodness, I was shocked. Yeah. I mean, I'm from Uganda, but I was really mm. shocked because I grew up in the city, so yeah. I pretty much had everything mm-hmm. that I needed, but it grace. and so my parents had great careers, so mm. I I had a great childhood. And I'm looking, and I had tears. I'm like, Lord, this is my country. Mm. Wow. <gasps> I was taken aback. Mm. I had tears in my eyes, and my son is like, Mommy. My son's 10 and my yeah. daughter is um 6. Mm. Say, Mommy, did you grow up there? I'm like, no, Mommy was fortunate, but... Mm. Those are my people. that's right? yeah. where yeah. they're coming
0: from. I was utterly uh, shocked. I was like, "Wow." Mm. Mm. I love it. Almost reminds me of the verse that says, "The love of Christ constrains me or compels me." Mm-hmm. And I think when you grow in your walk with Christ and you grow in your faith, it. Your your love of Christ, understanding His love for you, mm-hmm. that compels you to make those changes. So when you see shows like that, and you, you resonate with the hurt and the pain and devastation, mm. you realize that it's not enough to pray for change. Right. You have to pray, okay, Lord, how am I gonna be the change? Exactly. So that's exactly. beautiful. Now, what charity are you supporting this year? Out of the Ashes. Okay. Mm. So it's a
1: charity that best in Kansas City mm-hmm. in, in the U.S. here. But the charity is in Ethiopia, oh, really? in East yeah. Africa, and mm-hmm. what they do—they help children that are eating out of the dumps. Wow, I yeah, know they educate them, you know, and mm-hmm. they teach them to grow in their giftings and their talents. So mm-hmm. we'll be benefiting out of the ashes.
0: Oh, that's wow. beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. uh, well, if you're just tuning in now, we are talking to Lillian Akoma-Kore and her wonderful story of being former Miss Uganda and also her love for fashion and her love for people. And we're just going to take a short break. And
3: we are having a, fan- a fantastic conversation. We've just been introducing you, the audience, to our special guest, uh, Her life, her fashion line, her achievements. And now well, we're just to get into a very interesting conversation. Very, uh, uh, Let's just say that we've all been, ta- we've all been seeing in the new- news lately this controversy with H&M and the design that, well, we can't speak to the heart of the designer, but does have some negative undertones in it. In which an African-American boy was in a green hoodie, which said, coolest monkey in the jungle. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. So my first my first question I, I hope this isn't just blindsiding you but as a de- designer and a, and a uh, business owner if so if someone in your marketing team accidentally then we're just gonna assume best case scenario accidentally did something that was culturally racially or or gender insensitive in putting a model in the wrong thing d- do you take the do you take do you uh, uh take that as a covering for them and say you know what I as the line take responsibility for that, or do you say you know this is the person that did that and this was their mistake?
1: Well, I think as the owner, I would take responsibility because everything is checked before it goes on the market, mm-hmm. and um, that is something that has to be looked at. So, for it to come out to the public and miss your eye, to me would be responsible on your part. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah.
2: <clears throat>
0: exactly. So, because ultimately, in a sense, like, the buck stops with you. Mm-hmm. So, that, like, when you're the CEO of a company, it's, if if that's your responsibility, then every every single person should be going to you. Right. So, before anything gets out. Right. So, because they're not only really marketing themselves, they're marketing the brand. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. And it's just, like, um, uh, to give more backstory, um, with this particular story, um, the mother mm-hmm. had um, her comments to say about, Um, her child now the mother is from Uganda and her name is Terry Mingo and she came out and I'll read her statement Um, she says M she said I am the mom and this is one of the hundreds of outfits my son has modeled stop crying wolf all the time unnecessarily and I'm basically saying I don't I really don't understand um, but not because I'm because I really don't think that way. Um, after she released the statement, the African-American community got, you know, more up in arms, but they decided to educate her just on racism and mm-hmm. what it means to our culture and what it means mm-hmm. to have something like that being put out mm-hmm. um, into mainstream because it was on the UK website, but it also did come to the Americas. I read the ad, mm-hmm. um, but... They educated her and just of why she -hmm. should be up in arms about the situation and why it's not just, oh, that's a cute shirt. It's just what he models all Mm -hmm. of the time um, and how it looks uh, in society. And she did come back out and release a statement um, on the news, basically just saying that she didn't understand at first, but she has experienced racism in her own life Mm -hmm. and how that has affected her and that she wouldn't put her son in those type of clothing um, again. But it's just, it amazes me of how that racism still exists mm-hmm. right. in today's society and how it shouldn't, and even in the fashion industry. Right. We hear it all the time about colorism and um, about even just dis- just discrimination even in your weight mm-hmm. and um, the, how the plus size community has grown. Mm-hmm. Um, just in that change and I want to ask you what changes have you seen just in the fashion industry just as far as you know the untalked about, the unspoken racism or um, any type of discrimination
1: Um, well personally haven't experienced that yet Mm -hmm. so um, I've been able to work with people from different cultures Mm -hmm. and different mixes so so far in, for my personal experience, it's worked really great. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just look at the people's heart. I look at your heart. You know, what are you bringing to the team? And that's what I go by. Mm-hmm. I don't look at color. I don't look at race. Because it's, it's just not right. right. Mm-hmm. It's just not right. We're all created in the image of God, mm-hmm. and nobody's better than the other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and and plus, nobody chooses their life you know of mm-hmm. course here and there there's some issues that some people make bad choices but in general nobody's born saying oh i want to be you know low class or i want to be mm-hmm. in a bad place nobody's born that way right. so we should just la-
2: learn to love each other absolutely and it's just i my prayer in in this is that we continue to grow i mean it's not fair even like we were talking mm-hmm. um about trumps Statements right. and um, how he would come out and just come after different, you know, races, and it's mm-hmm. just. I pray that we reach a time where it does not matter mm-hmm. what color we are. It does not matter that, and we there won't be any more, you know, subliminal messages through clothing mm-hmm. or um just in articles and magazines because it is still prevalent and it is still mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I wanted to get your understanding about it because the mother is from Uganda, right? So I want to ask a question. So. Is there racism in Uganda? Like is it like is it possible for her to have come over that mindset of not knowing what it means in America like the just how um tough racism has been in America? Is it
1: Well, I think I think she didn't know. I don't know her so I can't really mm-hmm. comment much on that. And, but I do know that, the, the, of course, there's no racism in Uganda only mm. because most of us are, you know, right. Ugandans. So mm-hmm. it's kind. there's really no racism, but we have a lot of tribalism, though. Mm. Um, it could be credit to racism. You know, by your last name, anybody can tell what tribe you are, and, oh, what's your last name? Right. Mm. And then they put you in this, you know, box and they start mm-hmm. analyzing and stuff like that. Mm. But I think it was a lack of information and knowledge on her part because mm. I've lived here for a long time now, and I'm like, that is like a no-no like mm-hmm. you, you don't do that right. so probably just didn't know yeah
2: so and I want to ask um, what was life like before you were Miss Uganda like what were you doing like what was your major what did you study I studied
1: uh, political science and French uh, for my undergrad and for my master's I did diplomacy and international relations Wow mm-hmm. that's awesome so do you still practice some of that today I do. I was actually hired, um, because of that where I work I work for a medical company right now. Okay. And, yeah, we had some customers from Canada and Wow. And
2: I, I do French, yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And when we were talking before you said